higher energy in the universe is infinite. It has no limitation. The limitations are what we set on it by the defenses we set up in ourselves, by all the borders and boundaries we create around ourselves, by that thing in us that says, I can't go deeper, I can't open more. Uh, that thing in a human being that says, I'm not worthy of having a more extraordinary life. And all of these things work against the whole process of renewal in a human being. They're really the agents of death. They're the agents of living in this world like as if we were, you know, I don't know, I always talk about that B-movie they made years ago called The Invasion of the Body Snatchers, you know? I mean, we live here as if something, something has etherized us and taken over our chemistries and doesn't allow us to go deeper and deeper inside to where we can truly tap this vast pool of creative energy that we can practically and pragmatically use in our daily lives. I mean, the meditation that I teach is about tapping that energy. It's about going beyond all these agents of death these agents of boredom, ennui, you know, uh, that keep lethargy, that keep us from ever truly tapping an energy that's so deep inside us that there's no limit to the amount of creativity that can come out of a human being and they can live their life with. I mean, that is truly what spiritual practice is about. It's the constant renewal of your inner life and never allowing yourself to listen to that part of you that says, I can't, no. That neurotic, insecure, unhappy part of a human being that accepts the agents of death as the ultimate goal, the ultimate that a human being can live with in this life. We all have remarkable creativity in ourselves. Every human being is completely remarkable. I believe this. And what keeps people from tapping that remarkable energy in themselves is the acceptance of I can't. And people do it consciously. Most people do it unconsciously. Most people refuse to go past that. They always are finding excuses to not renew that creativity in themselves so that, you know, their heart just bursts with joy. You understand the love inside them is so vast, the compassion is vast, the foundation is vast, everything that we are is of a remarkable depth inside that allows us to constantly renew, you know, ourselves and grow. We become a force of nature. Nature is doing this all the time. I mean, we look out there, well, we're now in the dead of winter. Nature is hibernating, you know? Everything has stopped growing. It's okay. You know, nature too needs to take a rest. We're the same way. We need to go through those cycles of change. But because there's winter, it doesn't mean that nature doesn't allow spring to come. You know, we're the opposite. We go through winter and refuse to let spring happen. I mean, it's ridiculous, you know? So we are living outside the organic nature of the way life should evolve.
because we go inside and we don't allow spring to take place. I mean, everybody walks around in this 10 degree weather wishing spring were here, you know? Oh, I can't stand it, it's too cold, is it? Everybody's complaining. But inside ourselves, we don't let spring really take hold. We live with this thing that says, I can't. And what I'm trying to do here is to blow that up. I'm at war with the I can't in all of you. <laughs> That's what I'm here doing. I'm fighting a battle single-handedly, trying to destroy this, this enemy, this I can't in everybody that come, you know, that was willing to sit here and do this meditation practice. And I think that it's something we finally have to reconcile. It's easy to accept this. Because once you accept, I can't, you don't have to do anything. You understand? That ennui, ennui, that lethargy, that boredom, that whole element of life, that negativity, it takes over, it creeps in to every nook and cranny of our psyche, of our consciousness, of our inner world. And then it manifests as anger, as insecurity, of boredom, you know, all this bullshit, you know, that people live with. There's a lot of energy and you've got to need, and the thing that gets you past I can't is your need to grow. That thing in you that says, I really need to grow. I need to become deeper, more open. I need to become more joyous, more loving, more full of life, more vital. I need to be living an incredibly creative life. Now, I, I can't do that for you. You understand? You have to do that for you. You have to get so tired with this, I can't, that you finally say, I can, and I will do it. I will truly get beyond this cycle of winter in myself that I never let go of because living in that cycle of winter is really living with a kind of false security. You understand? Because you never got to take a chance in life. You are hibernating. You don't take chances when you hibernate. You're sleeping in a cave. That cave is inside you. Understand? And life is about, I mean, I have spent, I don't know, all my life, even before I met Rudy, I mean, my whole life was about living on the edge. I always lived on a tightrope, you know? And when I met Rudy, I began to realize, okay, you lived on a tightrope like a madman before you met him. Now you've got to live on a tightrope with balance, with inner, you know, harmony, with love, with joy, but the willingness to step into the unknown, because that's where all creative energy is. I mean, you ask great composers, you know, you know Bach, Mozart, where, where did that come from? I don't know. I stepped into the unknown. That's where it came from. Great jazz musicians, where did it come? I stepped into the unknown. I, I spent years developing the craft so that I would be able to step into the unknown. And this is what this is all about. You are here building the craft of inner work so that you stop being afraid to step into the unknown. You know, when I was a kid, the thing that used to scare the shit out of me more than anything else was to have a house in the suburbs with a white picket fence. It so frightened me when I was a kid. 
that I ran away from my home when I was a kid. That's, they wanted me to be a doctor, this, a house, five kids, and a this. You know, it so scared me. It represented to me like a death, that kind of security. I needed another kind of security, a connection with God. Because I found that that was the only thing that's real. All the rest of it, you know, you wind up, you go. I'm, I'll never forget, I had a taxi cab driver and he was complaining to me about, oh, these kids today, they, bah. this is about 15 years ago, these kids, they, bah, bah, bah. they all go get these beautiful houses in the suburbs and you go into the kid's bedroom and you see pictures of boy George. <laughs> never forget that guy. You know, and he was going on and on about this, you know. You know, that they, you know, you're trying to protect your kids from life and you go in their bedrooms and there's pictures of all these lunatic rock and roll singers and, you know, these people that are, and you, you see them and they're all completely out of their nut on drugs and this and that. I, you can't escape. There is no security except being connected with higher energy and you can't get connected there unless you're willing to take a chance to step into the unknown because all of that energy exists in the unknown.